Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. Here we are on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. And I'm here with my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great and thankful for many things. All right. And we're also here with Casey. How you doing, Casey? Great. I'm stuffed. Wow. <laughs> I am stuffed. Oh, my goodness. Delicious food. A lot of friends. A lot of family. A lot of fun. So thank you all for that. I had enjoyed it as well. So let's start off by reviewing week 11, the week that was in the NFL. Um, injured kickers was the uh, kind of the theme, but also overtime. Um, start off with, uh, we, last time we recorded Pittsburgh was playing the Titans and they ran away with that game 40 to 17. Um, so the Steelers are back and they're kind of on top. They actually have a better record than the Patriots. They're the number one seed if the season were to end. And the big news is five of their last seven at home. Yeah. So they're in really good position there. Uh, a game we thought was going to be a cakewalk for the chiefs, the vaulted, um, Andy Reid after a bye. All the mystique is gone. They lose 12-9 to in overtime in New York. To the Giants. To the Giants. In a week where that just seemed picked, it seemed too perfect for the Chiefs to win. They didn't. What's wrong with the Chiefs? Um, Last against the run? They're also not taking chances. Alex Smith, look. I mean, they, they were throwing the ball. They've got a speedster in Tyreek Hill, and they've just five and ten-yard throws. Dink and dunk. You can't do that. I think they've really underutilized Travis Kelsey to this season. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey has definitely taken a hit. I can know that. Well, I can speak to like that. When they were like five and zero or whatever, they seemed unstoppable. They did, but you know the, the league caught up to them. The league catches up, and other teams that start off slow get hot late, and because that's all you need to be. Whoever's the hottest last wins, and so far. And Andy's no marathoner. No, definitely not. Um, in a game that I thought was gonna, was going to be a shootout. And it ended up kind of being one, but I didn't think it was going to happen right then and there. Um, Saints over the Redskins in overtime, 34-31. Redskins were ahead by 15. 17 unanswered points, I think. I think Late it was 17-18. And then Drew Brees, pretty much the fourth quarter was Magician. his. 385 yards passing, uh, and the Saints came back and won that game. So the Saints are now 8-2. and two. The Vikings beat the Rams 24-7 to in Minnesota. So right now the Rams are in fourth place of the season. But the end right Vikings now. beat fourth seed. the first game of the season. They beat the Saints at Vikings. Now they beat the Rams. This is strong. The Rams are coming. Uh, Vikings are coming on. So we'll talk about how they did this week. Um, Buccaneers win the, um, was that the, uh, not the Irma Bowl, which, which was the one that they had, Jose. Too many, too many hurricanes the this year. Of Florida? Well, but this was the week one game that they had to cancel because of one right. of the hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this was their supposed bye week. Right. At the, and they was like, all right, well, let's just do it then. So uh, 30 to 20 uh, Buccaneers. Um, Fitzpatrick played in that game again, and he did well. So the Fitzpatrick cycle has come back. It's starting yeah, to He's a rent-a-mule. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> and when you buy him, 
<laughs> Nothing happened. Did you see Jameis Winston's pregame speech? He was trying to rev him up, and he's talking yeah. about eat the W, feel the W, smell right. the W, eat, hear, listen to the W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, all, the, all over the place. Um, other games to note, the Packers need, need um, Aaron Rodgers back. Hundley is not doing it. 23 to nothing in Green Bay. The uh, Ravens beat the Packers. Which the is Ravens have three shutouts this year. Very impressive. Yeah. They and can do damage. It's like Minnesota. You know, that defense still matters. Yeah. It really yeah. does. But, I mean, and also um, Aaron Jones went down with an injury, too. Sprained MCL, I think, the running back. It was actually doing well for them. But, no, the Packers, are, I don't think, are going to do it. Jordy Nelson has taken a big hit, big hit without. Clay Matthews might not play. It's just not mine's fourteen and a half. Yeah, we'll get to that one. But yeah, it's just not looking good for them. So I don't even think Aaron Rodgers coming back is gonna do well. Jaguars nineteen over nineteen, Browns seven. Jaguars continue their winning ways. They're doing really, really well. More the you know, the Browns uh, continue their losing ways. Yeah, exactly. How many ways can you lose? (sighs) A lot. Hopefully they'll get a boost. Uh, Josh Gordon should be coming back soon. So we'll see if that Maybe steers the ship the in the right direction. Are bigger than that. Well, he doesn't work in the front office. Yeah. Does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, that, he does At this point, they take anything that they can get. You know, they need yeah. weapons. Well, right now they're getting eight and a half everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's another it's another uh, season for at some point. You know, with the Lions, they eventually, when they had all these high draft picks, they were able to get Calvin Johnson and Matthew Stafford. But they can't uh, get a running back. But they no, they can't get. They just don't know how to run the ball. Who's the last good one? Barry Sanders. Wow, that far. Well, and the, but he also retired early. Don't forget, wouldn't have been that far. But you know, it's still. Um, speaking of the Lions, twenty-seven, twenty-four over the Bears in Chicago. Chargers with five interceptions of Nathan Peterman win fifty-four to twenty-four over How the Bills. How do you Bills. keep him in there like that? And then you bring back Tyrod Taylor. What mm-hmm. if you Tyrod? How's that feeling? It's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's spite. Now this week you're getting ten and a half. Yeah, it, it, so Bills had it going for a little while. They had some really good coach home messed, wins. Coach messed it up. I think so. I think he was pushing too hard because his whole thing was like, "Well, we're five and four now. It doesn't matter who we play. We're still going to be five and four. It, you know, he's disrespecting Taylor, and so you, you know, lose the team doing that. Yeah, Raiders are not going anywhere. Anybody who thought that they were going to be Super Bowl contenders, nope. Not in this country or Mexico. <laughs> not, not in Mexico. Yeah, the game was in Mexico City. They lost thirty-three to eight against the Patriots. <clears throat> um, yeah, Marshawn Lynch is not. He at least he got to play in his in his hometown before he retired. Sixty-seven yards. They gave up. No, he's the guy that saved his money. So it's not about the money. No, he wanted to play in his, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, he's from Oakland. I'm playing with the Raiders before they leave to Las Vegas. And it, it, he's actually hurting the team. I, I kind of think. Well, I think there's a lot of things hurting the team. I think that defense is weaker than we thought. Derek Carr being injured did not help. He, and, Amari, our, and Del Rio is not the man. Amari Cooper, is, is something's going on. He's injured or there's something there that, I mean, everybody's injured. But he's he's not at 100%. He's, he's really... Yeah, with all their offensive weapons, there's really no reason they shouldn't. They be shouldn't. Yeah, they I shouldn't be better than this. I don't know. He's a great assistant, but he's not a great head coach. There's a lot of those in the true know, scrap heap of the NFL. True, you're not wrong about that. But there was, you know, look. That, that's why I don't believe the hype. He's an attitude guy. Mm-hmm. It's true. There's no schemes. Uh, and then the uh, Sunday night game, 
Uh, Fly Eagles Fly, 37-9 and nine over the Cowboys. Are they unstoppable? Uh, it looks like it. I mean, look, you know, the Cowboys aren't exactly um, monsters of the midway or, you know, the uh, 2,000 Ravens, but, you know, Wentz, even he only threw out, he only had 168 yards passing. He wasn't crisp. But, but I mean, defense. the defense, and they, lo- and they lost their kicker. Uh, Elliott went for a tackle on the opening kickoff, and he got a concussion, I think. And uh, so they had to yeah. improvise. So that's, that's using his head, but for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah, really. So they improvised. They actually, I think they were four out of five on two-point conversions. So that, that's not much. They're great on third down, too. Hey, they're, they're to be reckoned with. They absolutely are. I think are. Minnesota matches up well against them. I think that I think they do. I think that's a really strong defense. I think the Saints, you know, th- have the defense. Can Minnesota score enough? I don't know. That's Although, a big question. Yeah. Well, let's move over to Week Twelve, the week that's here. So, of course, the uh, because it's um, excuse me because it's Thanksgiving. Of course, we've got all of the games uh, from today going on. Mm-hmm. So we had the opening game. Uh, Vikings go into Detroit, win thirty to twenty. Four, I think it was. Could they be came wrong. back a couple times. Yeah, the they Lions, c- but all year, not enough. No, no, all yeah, 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 yeah. So Detroit uh, lost at home, and um, Minnesota, Minnesota did well. Now they got ten days off. Right, and um, yeah, yeah. So Detroit, I, they're still in the playoff hunt, but I mean, the Vikings are running. They've won. They pretty much won the division. Right. They've got wins over the Lions now. And, and the story is Case Keenum. Case Keenum continued his winning ways. Um, I know that uh, Latavius Murray had a good game. Uh, Thielen had a good game. Um, but there were points in the fourth quarter. It was the it was the Viking defense that really bailed out the Vikings offense. He had inter- late interception the of, of the year. Late interceptions of uh, Stafford. He had a fourth down conversion that didn't translate. So that was big in them. And then the char- Dallas and another kicker goes down. Nick Novak goes, and he gets injured. Well, how would that happen? I, I, I did not. I will say I did not see it happen, but I know he he, he missed it. That food coma <laughs> <laughs> kicked in right about that. It, mi- it might have been. It was the uh, he he missed his first uh, um, field goal attempt. He made. Oh yeah, that's right. He made a he made one before the half, and then he came out during the halftime while the performance is going on, and he's trying to practice but no he just couldn't do it he missed it they still put him out there for some extra points right but i mean the defense uh, Char- chargers defense i think got a real boost from last the week's cowboys game making a turn for the worst cowboys are not there's, there's there's no race in the in the uh nfc east elliot being down uh you know finally being still suspended but even when he was there it wasn't like he was otherworldly well, he, he had his good games 60, but he also had his 60, bad games didn't he or 62 or something something like that Something like that, and then the offensive I line was unflappable. And then the offensive line has not been up to you know their, um, you know their high standards. Nine and one. Who? Talking about the Eagles? No, I'm talking about the Cowboys today. The Cowboys. Cowboys. I think Cowboys. they just set a team record for most consecutive quarters without a touchdown or something. That not since Atlanta, and they played Nine. them in Week Ten. Yeah. So that's, yeah, and they didn't score. They didn't score uh, a point between. So it's about Elliott not being there. That's a part of it, the offensive line being weakened, and that defense is not – they put all the money on the offense, that offensive line. They want to make sure we got this great – but yeah. still, when was the la- – aside from Deion Sanders, when was – who was the – and you can't tell me Terrence Williams because – or whatever his name was. 
the name a defensive back for the the Cowboys that was a difference. Well, that maker. guy you were talking about was Toast Patterson, wasn't his name Patterson? No, no, no. He was he was like the he was a cornerback that should have been a safety or something. Like okay. I think it was Williams. I want to say Terrence Williams, but I think that's a wide receiver. But the point is, is that it's been a while since. You know, you look at the right. Redskins and they've got Josh Norman. You look at, you know, e- even though the Giants have had some difficulty, yeah, they've but, got Eli Apple. But you know what? When the Cowboys uh, lead, the linebacker doesn't play. Yeah. They're a whole different team. That guy diagnosed Sean Lee. Plays. Sean Lee. You know what, Sean Lee? Yeah, that's a very good point. Running. He blows it up. That's, that's an excellent huge point. huge difference. That's right. And, then of course, right now we have the Giants and Redskins on 0-0 around halftime. I mean, that's it's, it's just sad. Yeah, but these are, you know, weekend teams. They are. They are especially. Um, so what are your best bets this week, Dad? Well, I'm going to go with the Colts. You're going to go with the Colts. I know that's a... Um, They're at home. Yeah, at home against Indy, getting 10. Right? I have that as getting 10. Uh, I don't know if... The, I, don't know. I, I don't think... Indy? What? What, what do you... Indy getting 10? You have that? Uh, that line was three and a half. Oh, you know what? I apologize. I was looking at the wrong number. I was going to say, I'm getting 10. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Yeah. Right. So, uh, okay. So, three. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. If you think so. You don't know about that. I, I don't think. Tennessee's too good of a defense. I know, but how how the Colts been covering the spread? They've been surprised all year they've done anything, right? True. You know, the Colts, uh, Titans did just come off a bad loss, but the Titans are in it. You know, in the playoff hunt, I don't think they're gonna. Could be a trap game, could be, maybe a lot. But here's the thing: if they were, they might have been thinking of the Colts this week when they were playing the Steelers last week. And, and I love these. Plus, uh, they have ten. They have ten days off. I think that's a big thing for the Titans. Yeah, it's more time to hang out at buffets, nightclubs. <laughs> it's not always a good thing. Okay, good point. Yeah, and they're on the road. All right, so you like Indy for three? Yeah, I'm liking that, and I'm liking this revenge game because I think the Cardinals. Uh, uh, Blaine Gabbert, he, he's the the quarterback now. Isn't he? There. Blaine Gabbert's the quarterback now of the playing the Jags, who have been off and on. Now they strung three together, and I think that's a good possibility. So I'm taking the Cardinals there. Taking the Cardinals, what do you? With I have that the revenge game. Yeah, I have the line at four and a half, five. Yeah, yeah. okay. So Cardinals four, getting four and a half at home. Yeah, I'm liking that. And, and Indy, and so you like the home dogs? I do. I do. Yeah. And uh, and I mean, how do you not like Pittsburgh? You know, on a, on a featured game, Monday night, Thursday night, th- those guys are amazing. Record at home, on national televised games. Sunday night game at uh, hosting Green Bay. The yeah, Green Bay. I mean, we're talking how? about everybody's out now. You got uh, Matthews, Clay. You know, going to be out. Uh, it's just over. How do they not flex out of this game? Well, it's the Steelers. I want to see them. Right, the Steelers, but Green Bay's not a, like. I, when was the last time we? I, I can't remember the last game that NBC flexed out, because some of these games have been dog awful. Right. I mean, they really have been. Look, I understand Pittsburgh's flying high, but nobody wants to see a, a diminished Green Bay team. Really? You you do? Yeah. Why not? Look, I understand the Saints Rams game was probably protected. I understand that maybe. What do you think they should have? As I look around it's not here, not going to be Denver. Mm, all right. Well, let's see. Cleveland, Cincinnati, no. Chicago, Philadelphia, no. Also, Philly just had a primetime game. Miami, New England, no. Mm, no, on. that that game probably the worst against the best. How about Bills, Chiefs? Uh, the way the Bills been? 
Buc- Buccaneers Falcons. I actually like them. Buccane- I actually like them. Buccaneers Falcons both are in the playoff hunt. That's yeah. a that's a well, that's a bigger game. Yeah, but we saw the Falcons last week. True. Wasn't that a feature against Seattle? That was a Monday night game and they lost. Yeah. All right, good point. Panthers Jets no. No. Uh, Titans Colts no. No. Seahawks, You're going to get a national draw when you throw the Packers, the green and gold out there with the Steelers. Denver, Oakland. I mean, those two are on the downswing. So, okay, I'm. I the only one I would go with is. But that line's fourteen and a half. Right. I would say Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas City. That's what, that's one I would go with. So, that's yeah. my whole thing. Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing I could what really do you like there. That line's ten and a half. Buffalo, Kansas City. Yeah. Buffalo in the second. Road I think. Game. So, I think Kansas City. Yeah. I'm gonna stay with Andy. Yeah. Um, what's his record? You, what's Jason. his record too? <laughs> Yeah, I would go with Kansas City. What's well, it, what's his thing? The Bills aren't then. playing very well. What's his thing two weeks after the bye? We, we, we know the whole thing about Andy Reid after the bye. What about the following week after the bye? I don't know. There's something wrong there that we don't know about. Yeah, it's true. They've lost, what, four of the last five? Something like that. Five or six uh, Moving over to uh, college football. Giants beat them. What else do you need to know? That's a good point. <laughs> Let's move over to college football for a moment. Are things um, getting crazy there? Or is it not too crazy. Uh, well, um, Oklahoma had an interesting game against Kansas. Uh, the Jayhawks captains refused to shake uh, Baker's Man- Baker Mansfield. Uh, because? Mansfield. At, the, at the coin toss. They, because they wanted to be that way. They just wanted to snub mm-hmm. him. And then Mayfield goes out, scores a touchdown, and he's, you know, he's grabbing himself and kind of showing up. The other team and yeah. you know, embarrassing everybody. So uh, he's actually going to be suspended for the first half. Let me double check that. I think it might be the first half. When, with when really like does that the really first half or until they're losing? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, but he's definitely yeah he's got um, he's getting pulled. Also, uh, UCLA fires Jim Mora, forty six and thirty after five plus seasons. Um, Time to go. Yeah, and. Yeah, so let me see if I can find that real quickly uh, over there. Oh, and uh, another thing about the NFL. Uh, apparently, Jerry Jones had told Jonathan Kraft to take your medicine with uh, the bra- the whole deflate gate thing. Right. And so now that they're, uh, you know, Jones doesn't want to take his medicine. Right. Jonathan Kraft is coming out and talking about that. Um, you know, I heard that part of the negotiation for next year about the national anthem is no teams will be on the field. They'll remain in the locker room. I can believe it. For the national anthem. I can see that happening. I'm not, you know, not surprised. Especially we don't need them to no. be there. I guess not. And they uh, don't need us, apparently. They, they can pay their own salary. Uh, Baker Mayfield will not start the game uh, in the next week, so for Saturday. And what about Alabama? Alabama's still riding high, 10-0. and 0. Good They're good. Clemson has jumped back up into the second spot in the college football playoff rankings, number two. They were previously at number four. Miami is up, number is three. Wisconsin for real? Uh, they're 10-0, and 0, but they're, uh, they're on the outside looking in. They're 10-0. Uh, and 0. They've got it. and they've got problems. This is a tough league. But, I mean, look, but look at that, that conference, and I'm not a big fan of, in terms of doing it but you have to you do have to look at the conference michigan is down this year big time true uh michigan state seven and three true ohio state and penn state are both eight and two so depending on and you know i mean nebraska stinks Rutgers stinks you have to look at the big 10 at the whole and say hey is it meanwhile you know oklahoma is getting well, a strength boot- to schedule who's the best 
in the Big Ten or just overall? Yeah, overall. I'd have to say the toughest one. I'd have to say Miami. So go. far, Miami. I think so. Because and you know, they're that's going to be a showdown too. You know, for what we say about Wisconsin is, but the ace. You know, that's two teams from the ACC: Clemson and Miami. They're gonna tough, play tough each other. Teams. They're gonna play each other in the ACC championship that's game. Great. Winner of that's going to go off to the playoffs. So then. Wisconsin just needs to win out, and they'll be in the playoffs, so they won't have to worry too much. They've got to prove themselves. Right. But right now— Undefeated and have to prove yourself. But maybe maybe that'll they'll use that to their advantage. I mean, Wisconsin, you know, this is going to be the— I like fr- Miami. Miami so far is looking good. I'd like to see Clemson do well, but, I mean, no no Deshaun Watson. You know, it's, it's not as strong. So that's happening over there. Uh, moving over to baseball, a couple news and notes, both involving— the uh, the Hall of Fame. So the ballot came out. Yeah. Um, some new names on the list, but there's a total of 33 players um, on the ballot this year. Some first timers and pretty pretty guaranteed. Chipper Jones, Jim Tomey. Um, who else we got? Fiscal is on this year, right? Fiscal, yeah, and other ones that are in that. So Tomey and Tomey and Chipper or Larry. Because he's a grown man. Why are we calling him Chipper? <laughs> um, I'll call him Chipper. So Larry. Larry. Yeah, going to Met Games. Oh, really trying to troll him. Just chanting Larry. That was great. That was a nice. <laughs> but then, you know, you know, what do we know? He names his kid Shea because he had, like, all-worldly numbers at Shea. T- like, he had equivalent of a full season. He had, like, 40 home runs, over 100 RBIs at Shea Stadium. He wins. Yeah, so that's the best we can do is just say his real name because you're an adult and named Chipper. He two, two or at least two-time MVP, isn't it? No, he's a one-time MVP. A one-time. Oh, that was Dale Murphy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Dale Murphy. Yeah, the 1999 um, MVP. Two-time. Chipper Jones. So Chipper Jones and Tommy seem pretty locked. Other names that are on that precipice, Scott Rowland, Andrew Jones, Johan Santana, who I absolutely say yes to, Omar Vizquel. Um, that's an all-star. It's not a superstar. Who? Who? Omar Vizquel? Um See, I would say defensively. I think he's got Does like 2,800 hits. So he's just under 3,000 hits. Uh, but, I mean, 11-time gold glove winner. I, some should be said for his defense, I think. Omar I mean, Vizquel is I two, think 11 golden gloves says that. 2,000. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a good point. I mean, but. <laughs> he's got 2,800, 2,877 hits. Right. So just shut. Um how many years? 24 years in the oh, league. Oh, well, come on. But look, I mean, yeah. Yeah, he, he's kind of like, he was like the new version of Luis Aparicio. Really? Yeah. Played I'm, every position? No, not that, but just yeah. in terms of length of time, he was he won everywhere he went. Plus, Aparicio didn't understand the American tax system. So part of his deal was to get his money, taxes already paid. So his take-home pay was his take-home pay. Well, that's smart. I got to tell you, that's <coughs> smart. But yeah, Omar Vizquel, amazing defensive player. Right. Um, what's his name? Uh, nineteen sixty World Series home run, home run walk off. Uh, Bill Mazeroski. Bill Mazeroski. He's in the Hall of Fame, and and most people say it's because of his defense. I think I think I think it was because of that World Series. Just one hit, one at bat. Well, I mean, it's just the way the remembrance of all that was. I mean. But don't forget, he got I put. I was eight in, years old, and I remember. Well, he also got put in by the senior committee, by the um, committee <laughs> of uh, the you know right. players. You know, what do you call that? The um, it's like the catch made round, you know, heard round. Right. 
Right, but still. So if if um, Mazarowski's in on defense, primarily well, on defense. Then you're lowering the bar. Well, well, but then here here comes the thing. So other names on the list that are very high up Any in terms. Pictures? What first year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I said uh, Johan Santana. Johan Santana, his numbers are comparable to Sandy Koufax, except he has 300 less innings, which... Well, with, with replay today, that wouldn't have been a no-hitter. He would not have had a no-hitter, no, because Carlos Beltran's... Yeah, it did, it did it touch the chalk, so... Yeah. I mean, you know, even the Mets Beltran. only know... There's another guy. Beltran will get in. Beltran should get in. He's an absolute, absolutely he's a Hall of Famer. So let's go over the list. So here, I'll... Ten names. you got to pick ten. I'll throw out this some... This year. Games. If you had a ballot right now, yeah. here are some names. Okay. So let's start at the top in terms of who's been on the list and has some who are still eligible. Right. Hoffman, Trevor Hoffman, no. Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero. Wait, no to Trevor Hoffman? No to Trevor Hoffman? That's a reliever, right? Yeah, yeah. he's a closer. He's at the one only point, other guy in the 700 save club with Mariano, well, and I he was there first. Well, I'm thinking Mariano. 600, 600. Or 600, I mean, my bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about, like, that's a huge bar, Mariano. Yeah, I mean, a huge bar. I, well, I mean, you, you you saw the playoffs this year, right? I mean, how bad was relief pitching? It wasn't very how good. How bad is yeah. it all year? Yeah. I think what Mariano did, I always said when Joe Torre, you know, go to the Hall of Fame, it, he should bring him with him. I think you're right. I, I mean, think you're right. that would not have happened without him. He he shut people down. He absolutely but did. Trevor Hoffman, yeah, okay, I get it. I well, mean, I think, and too, he played on a, a much smaller market than... Mariano. Uh, I mean, don't get me San wrong. Diego? Yeah, Mariano is. Yeah, Mariano, he, he had the ability to, you know, playing you're, you're in New York helped him. New York, and then you're looking at San Diego. Those are two totally different <laughs> markets. <laughs> and um, to be fair, um, you know, Trevor Hoffman's biggest moment came by giving up the uh, the home run to Scott Brocious. Was that, what, what was that, a grand slam? I forget what that was. But it's with the yeah. Yankees. Yes, yeah. and when he won the in 1998, when he won the and there's my son playing around with the microphone. Um, yeah, in the, in the uh, 1998 World Series, Trevor it was a game three, I think. Trevor Hoffman gave up a home run that right. gave up the lead to. So that's his biggest, you know, play. You know, right. one of his okay, more double marks. So Trevor Hoffman, you say no, I say yes. What do you say? Yeah, I say yes. As okay, well. Vladimir Guerrero. No. Um, he's at seventy. He's at 71%. At this point, he's going to get in. There's no there's no taint about steroids, and we will talk about Joe Morgan in a few minutes. But, um, yeah, I know. So, Vlad, he's going to get in. All right, Edgar Martinez. Uh, he, he played for Seattle? Seattle, DH, pretty much his entire career. Yeah. Two-time batting champ. He, he's one, I think. I don't Two-time know. batting champ. Two-time batting champ. He's a DH. That's what I think. Is he's an all-star. Going to hold him back. Okay. What if I – can I throw some stuff? Now, he's one I absolutely say yes. First of all, it's his ninth year on the ballot. So after this year, he gets one more year if he doesn't get in. So he's right now he's at 58%. He's going to get a boost of, of a certain amount, but, you know, he's running out of time. All right. Seven, two-time batting chip. All right. Ready for this? His lifetime batting average is 312. Nice. His lifetime on-base percentage is 418, and his lifetime slugging is 515. So he's a 300, 400, How 500. Home runs? Ho- in his career? Yeah. Excuse me, three, 309. Okay. He played eight, 18 years. Um, you know, he's only – if you compare him using some of the monitors, which are like the uh, Bill James monitor, you know, War, Hall of Fame monitor, all these things – He's in. 
you know, if the li- if a likely Hall of Famer has a hundred in this Hall of Fame monitor, he's at one of one thirty two. Wow. So he's in. I th- I think he's I think he should be in. I think he will be in. That's my thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's the the opposite argument of the scale. The scale couldn't hit. He could play defense. Well, now you've got a DH that just hits. He's not playing the field. So that's kind of the. And then you got a reliever that doesn't start. <laughs> I mean, but but how do you take a guy that just <laughs> hits? You know, like it because once you do that, that's always yeah. been because hitting's you know, a big part argument. of the game. I I think it's he the part get in. that pitching doesn't work. Well, <laughs> here's the here's the thing. Eventually, there will be DHs, primarily DHs that go in. Do uh, yeah, let, but let, only half the league is uh, half of baseball is doing that. I mean, but they won't even give the MVP to a DH because he doesn't have play the field. Right. But so meanwhile, how can you let them in the Hall of Fame but not give them an MVP? But meanwhile, they give Rafael Palmero a Golden Glove for first base when he primarily played DH. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it kind of goes. But here's the other thing: eventually, a DH is going to get in. So uh, would you put in? Let's jump ahead. Do you put in David Ortiz into the Hall of Fame? I think that's a no-brainer. You say yes. Absolutely. Do you say yes? I say yes. But I tell you that I say that Edgar Martinez was was better. a better was better. Ortiz. Ortiz was a better power hitter, and Martinez. I mean, his doubles. Let me look at his doubles real quick because he had a. But he played. He, but look where he played. I think that hurt him. Where in Seattle? Yeah. Might have. But I mean, we also know about Ken Griffey. Randy Johnson played up there. But now you. Now I could. You, know, you of course could say then. Yeah, but those are two all-time greats. Yes, I understand. But um, when I think Griffey, I think Cincinnati. What? Oh, you're thinking well, of his I'm father. Just saying, yeah. Okay. Name, right? Um. All right. Edgar Martinez has 514 doubles. He led the league twice. He had he hit over 50 doubles two times, and then four, well, more than 45 two two other times. So compelling case. I say yes. He absolutely should. All right. So you say yeah. I say yes to Martinez. Yes, I'll go with him. And yeah. you, okay, Edgar as well. Roger and Barry. No. No to either. No. I say yes to both. I, you can't. You can, at this point, you can't. And I've brought this up many times on this podcast. If you go right, back right. and listen to our er, the early episodes, I've gone on rants about this. At, well, at there will come a point when everybody gets when you're suspicious of everybody, and you just have if, a separate wing. And you don't. Okay. So now, so then let's. Now we're gonna have to jump ahead to the Joe Morgan letter. Yeah. Joe Morgan sent out an impassioned letter. Yes. If you want to say that he wrote it, talking about how. Um, don't let these guys in. Don't let these steroids, you know, 1,669 uh, words, you know, talking about how. It's uh, wrong. He says, uh, the most sacred place in baseball. So sacred place where Cap Anson, you know, worked specifically not to let black players in. Where you had, um, of course, Ty Cobb, who once got so upset <laughs> at a fan for calling his mother half a. Half a black woman that he jumped into the stands and beat the man. By the way, he was a quadriplegic. <laughs> was the man? Ty Cobb beat a man for calling his mother um, a multiracial uh, name. Um, so I mean, but also, well, what standards are we using? Today's standards, those standards, what well, standards? But here's the standards. So, so the hall on? of. But here's the thing: the Hall of Fame when they do the. First of all, I'm also against the fact that writers are the ones who judge. Who go into the Hall of Fame? 
There was a reason why Jim Rice didn't get, no matter what your... He should be in the Hall of Fame. Jim Rice is in the Hall he of Fame. He dominated. It, okay, Jim Rice is in the Hall of Fame. It took his very last year or next to last year on yeah. the ballot but to get yeah, in. People came but why? to senses. Do you know why it took that long? No, he wasn't fan friend. I mean, uh, media friendly. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. You That's have hit Albert it right Bell, on the head. Some other guys that don't Albert have good Bell, media yeah. relations. You've hit it right on the head. Don't get the look. Yeah. I mean, baseball, it, it's full of this. Ford yeah. Frick yeah. was a baseball... Well, yeah, it's a fraternity. I know, but Ford, going back to Ford Frick, when he was a writer, he then became... He was the uh, a ghost writer for uh, Babe Ruth's autobiography or whatever. Right. And then he becomes um, commissioner of baseball, and he doesn't want Babe's, Babe Ruth's record to uh, be broken. So he's the one who put the asterisk next to Roger Maris. So it's full well, he of... he did it in Mark James. But it, the point is is that it's full of this, like, well, tiki-tack right. stuff. Right, right. So you're looking at, at baseball users when, don't forget, and um, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to give credit to Jeff uh, Passan, writer for Yahoo. He's actually not going to be filling out a ballot because of the Joe Morgan. And he brings up an interesting point. He talks about how, um, and, and I quote, steroid users took man-made products to change their body and help themselves play the game better. You know who else did? Ralph Kiner. He's in the Hall of Fame. He told me in 2005 that when he returned from World War II, a trainer suggested he try Benzedrine, Benzedrine, the first pharmaceutical-grade amphetamine. He used them throughout his career. Okay, another quote from Jeff Passan's uh, article. Willie Mays kept an amphetamine-laden drink called, quote, red juice in his locker. He's in the Hall of Fame, too. Clubhouses had two coffee pots, unleaded, which were without amphetamines, and leaded with Dexies, Dexedrin, also known as Greenies. Now, we've known about, you know, Greenies in baseball. This came out right. during the, stero- um, the cocaine trials in the 80s and the 70s. So th- to say that none of this happened, and don't forget, you know, if we're going to use the morality clause, you know, the, Babe Ruth was an ex- morality? Ex- this is my point. So at some point... The owners knew, and they filled, but it filled the, uh, the seats. Of course, bodies. of course, absolutely. And actually, baseball had the had a record-setting um, McGuire income this past year. Sosa. Yeah, money's on the rise in Let's terms finish. of baseball. Who they had their. Who did you think was better, McGuire or Sosa? I always liked Sosa. Sosa. Yeah, I, I thought he was more of a character than McGuire. I always True. liked his. True. You know, he was much more animated. He was also a better uh, better fielder, shows. and he had a great arm. Really did. I love that part. But now he's a beautiful white man. Um, so moving on. <laughs> um, he did. Yeah, he does not look good. All right. So I say Clemens and Bonds. Yes, it's going to happen. What do you say? It's tough. I Impulsive mean, Bonds. Choice. You can't deny his hitting ability. And whether or not he. I mean, he took the steroids, but it the steroids don't improve your ability to hit the ball. That's kind of my argument with it. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. lean towards you know. And I think him the in, opposite. You know? I think that is proven that it, it, it helps in the in the eye tracking, almost uh, ha, how an ana, an animal hunts. So I mean, to able to able to track that ball better. So I mean, I mean, there's something to be said about it. It's not just the caffeine high. It's going to be a talked about a lot. So there's there's no doubt about that. So, well, we'll see. They're at fi- they're at fifty percent. They've still got four more, three, four more years on the ballot. So they might there's they might get a bump. And also now younger writers, don't forget, they, they got to write a lot of the writers too. Also, the Hall of Fame is not releasing the names. The baseball writers want the full disclosure. They want all of their ballots with who 
put them in to be released and the um the hall of fame is saying no we're not going to do that so there's a lot of a lot of questionable things going on all right mike mucina i say no was he a lefty righty righty i think he's one of those guys that's kind of on the fence I, I wouldn't say he's what, yes. What's his, uh, how many more wins? He's kind of like a like a pettit, if you will, like dominant. One hundred twenty. One hundred twenty more wins than losses. Two two seventy to one fifty three. Oh, then he's clearly in the Hall of Fame. His ERA is three sixty eight. Get anybody that has a hundred more wins than losses? I don't think even Seaver would get that. I I don't I don't. Why? How I, not? He was never a dominating pitcher. I but never. How do you have that many more wins he than had, losses? Because he, he played on the win season, right? Yeah, I think yeah, he had yeah, like yeah. A couple. But why but, do but you not disrespect him like that. Be, first of all, his other numbers don't match Show up. Me somebody else in the Hall of Fame has hundred and thirty more wins than losses. One hundred and twenty. More. I understand that. He, what he about d- Bob Gibson? He also played on. He played on those Oriole teams in the late nineties that made the fault. playoffs, and on the Yankee team. No, but this isn't a guy who was the best. Play- he was never the best player on his team. Okay. So you're telling me a Hall of Famer is never the best player on his team it, in terms of a pitcher? Don't forget a pitcher too. Yeah. Just because your what pitcher doesn't. Kuzman? Kuzman, he was okay. Not a Hall of Famer. No, you tell me. You saw him. I would say no, but Seaver absolutely was. I mean, Seaver also had three. There's no 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 Cy Youngs, no Cy Youngs for Musina. I don't even think he won, won an ERA title. So that's my thing. You say for Musina? I I think he's on the fence. I like I said, I think he's like one of those guys like Pettit. He I, was dominant. I'm he was not good, denying but that. he was not. Well, look at Pettit. Like you said, an all star. He's not a superstar. Yeah, but 120 is hard to do. Guys, not many guys do that. He finished second in Cy Young once. Did Musina? Pitch for 18 years. I mean, look, look. His record was good: 18 and five, 16 and five, 19 and nine, 15 and eight, 18 and seven, 17 and 11, 18 and 10, look 17 how and consistent eight. That right. Is. But then you look over at his ERA. Let's take a look over at here. Um, in some of those years, All right, 254, good. 306, 329, 481. What, what was his win loss that year? In which one? 401. Four. Wait, what did I say? 41. 19 and 11. He also led the league in starts that year, whatever that means. What that means is it helps the ball club. I'm just saying. It's huge. Uh, 2,800 strikeouts. Uh, look, I don't disagree. He is on the right. fence. I, even in his final year, when he was 39, 20 and 9. It's great. I, I, but he's not. he was never. That would, that would command huge bucks today, that record. Right. All right, Kurt Schilling. No. That's controversial right there. I'd say based on his politics alone, probably not. Well, again, this is where we get into the clause. I say yes in terms of Was his. Is that real blood on, on the field? I think so. <laughs> well, then he should get in. On the field? On the field stuff? Absolutely. You're talking about a player who was one of the best of his time? He was. He was absolutely. Give him that respect. So. Just don't lend him money. Here's the big question mark. Manny Ramirez. Now, he did fail a drug test. Out of all these names. Well, that doesn't matter, you told me. No, but Listen. Clem, even if with Piazza in, because if people are saying we can't let any of these guys, those pimples on his back don't mean he was doing drugs. Okay, same thing with Clemens and Bonds. The only way we know that anything happened was hearsay and leaked testimony to the FBI. But no, in court. (laughs) The point is, is that should we care about all this? I don't. Should we just want? I don't think. Yes, I think we absolutely should. I mean, wasn't Biggio's name mentioned too? Yeah. Using Bagwell. Yeah. Bagwell's name Bagwell, was mentioned. You know. There's all these names. I've even heard mm-hmm. it, it, it danced around, but Ricky Henderson. I've heard his name 
danced around, like making it so specific that it had to be Ricky. So there's a line. Don't forget, Ricky played forever. Hall of Famer? Ricky, yeah. Ricky's in the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. Most leadoff but home what I'm saying is that Manny Ramirez is the only one of these names that we've mentioned so far that has a red letter, that he has a failed drug test. He served his 50 games. Don't forget he's still playing, too, out in uh, Korea. I say yes because of what – because the other thing is when did they start? And if you, if you give, like, bonds like the year 2000 or whatever or, like, 97, 98 – I before you gotta look at the stuff before that bonds would be in before that. But if you have a DWI, that means you drove every every time you drove you were drunk. No, no, no. I'm just saying. So that's so I say yeah. I say yes to Manny. What do you guys say? I like them. I like him too. Uh, yeah. Uh, Larry Walker. No, but those were some big years in Colorado. Yeah, I'd have to him. I think he's another years. guy. But that's that ball was, they say, easy to hit over there. And why isn't everybody doing it? 380. He won a batting title. I think his, his batting is. Um, he got traded away. Like his, his, he no, went, no, he didn't trade. He was a free agent. Oh, free agent. Well, he, from, the Montre- from Montreal to Colorado, played the bulk of his time in Colorado. Yeah. His ho- By the way, his home road splits are pretty even. Is that true? Yeah. So. He was a I big mean, banger. He was, he was a thumper. Three eighty. One of the few shining lights on a really bad Rockies team for many years. Three <laughs> three hundred eighty three home runs. Thirteen. Three eighty three. Why can't they get to four hundred? That's a magic number. Well, uh, thirteen thirteen hundred RBIs. All right, another three hundred, four hundred, five hundred. Batting average, on base percentage, slugging for his career. Yeah. I think he's in. He should. Sounds he, like it. he should be. He's only twenty one percent, and he still he has two. Dominant. He has two more years mm-hmm. left on bouts. This is his eighth year. Fred McGriff. Now this one's unfortunate because he's just on. He's at four hundred ninety-three home runs, and he's got three thousand hits, right? Three ninety-three. Four hundred ninety-three. He's seven home runs short. He's in. He's at twenty-one percent. This is his last year on the oh, ballot. That's sad. that's sad. This is his last year on the ballot. He's not getting that's in. That's a lot of home runs. He should be. Yeah. He should be two eighty-four for a power hitter like him. He was sad. Well, two eighty-four doesn't even get so you who, the MVP. Who, who did he rub <laughs> the wrong way? Nobody, but he never – like, he always had 40 home runs. He never hit 50. He was he was never really always the best player on his team. I mean, don't forget, like, in the 90s when he was on the Braves, like, the pitchers were the best players. So it was like Fred McGriff, yeah. So. No, he was a good one. Jeff Kent. I say yes. A premium position, like second base. Former Met. Former Met. He won MVPs with the Giants. He won MVP with the Giants. And he, he – After some big hitting years. He must not have, only not only with – I never heard his name. I am I I might be incorrect, but I mean he he beat out his teammate Barry Bonds for MVP one year. Played a second base position, uh power hitter, and he hit everywhere he went with the giant not maybe not the Blue Jays and the Mets, but there's a reason why he got traded around a lot. Somebody wanted him. So Giants, um Astros, Dodgers, he's still hitting all those places too mm-hmm. later in his career. I say yes, but that's just me. Um, Sheffield, Sheffield's name has been uh, bandied about with some of the allegations. He's at thirteen percent. I say no. 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 Bill, Billy Wagner, left-hander reliever, four hundred saves. Former did he play for the Mets one yep. year? He did. He did. And then moved on and did nothing. Third year on his ballot. Uh, third no. year on the ballot. I, I say no. How many saves does he have career? Four hundred twenty-two. Second most as a lefty. Um, John Franco has the most as a left-hander. That's impressive. 
It is. Oh, it, it is absolutely. I remember I was rooting for Wagner not to He's be that. Specialties. This is like putting kickers in the Hall of Fame in football. You know, I mean, yeah. what are you going to pick one or two? You're not going to get eight and ten of them. No. I mean, yeah, you got to be pretty elite if you're going to be a reliever. He was elite for a little while, but he was. I mean, you got to be really special. And you've got to you've got to be able to do it for a long time. Hoffman did it for a long time. Right about Hoffman. Uh, Rivera did it for a long time. Somebody, and this is the the current crop. He sets the bar. Right. But also the current crop. When you look at the ones who are in Bruce Suter and Hoyt Wilhelm, Mm. Dennis Eckersley, that was of the previous era of the uh, those you know three innings, two innings. Yes, Raleigh Fingers is in too. That's another one. Raleigh Fingers. No, Eckersley had. He had the stash though, and he yeah. had the long hair right, and the right. sidearm, and that like yes, seventies point. You know that, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And Sammy Sosa at, is at eight percent. I well, Sammy was news. He had a cork bat, so no. He yeah, cheated. now that that's an actual one you can point at, and you you, you cheated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but again, sure, but you sure thrilled us. You sure did. <laughs> so what about the first? So what about first years? So these are the first names, first yeah. years on the ballot. Chipper, no. Tommy, no. No, no to Chipper and Tommy. No. I'm shocked. Chipper, yes, I hate to say it, but yes, Jim Tommy, absolutely. Six hundred and twelve home runs for Tommy. Yes. <laughs> Chipper Jones is That's at four. A lot. Six twelve. Yes. That's Mays. Yes. Tommy was Tommy was good. Whatever. Uh, Scott Rowland. This is a questionable one. I say no. His defense. He does, you're shaking your head, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> His no. defense was tops, but. I did it, like he was never again never the best on his own team. You had the Scott Rowland, you know, uh, but I mean Albert Pujols. Uh, oh, it's three three now. Yeah, we're talking we're so much about baseball. Well, there you go. You're, you're watching that line very closely. Um, Scott Rowland, like Albert Pujols, was was great. Was a better player than he was there. Like it just. He's still playing, know. isn't he? Pujols, yeah, yeah. Andrew mm-hmm. Jones. You say no. Braves. He started off really strong, but the, and his defense was top tier, but he did fall off very dramatically. Johan Santana, yes, no, no? shocked. Nobody was bet. Mm. I uh, to defend him is it, no. It, it's he's Koufax. He's the new version of Koufax. Oh. No, but dude, look at his. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to pull up his 2006 stats. You're telling me that this guy did not have a Hall of Fame career when you when you hear what he did with How Minnesota. How many more wins and losses? If He's a two-time two Cy Young Award winner. He won the Triple Crown one year. Let's see. In 2006, 19 and 6. Okay? 2.77 ERA. This is the height of the Sounds like steroids. This is with the Twins, right? Twins. His third straight year of over 230 strikeouts. 245 led major, uh, med, led major League Baseball. He led the Major Leagues in 2006 in wins, ERA, strikeouts. Also in in WHIP, Wh- walks plus hits. Did he win the MVP? No, he was seventh in MVP. Seventh. Seventh. I'll tell you who won that year. Seventh. <laughs> How many more wins and losses? Career. Career. Yeah. If it's not more than one twenty, scratch it. One thirty eight. One thirty nine to seventy eight. So that's fi- sixty. Yeah. Sixty yeah. some that odd wins. Qualify. If 120 can't get you in, that definitely doesn't. But Johan dominated for a stretch there. I think he's in. I, I say he should be in. Well, how much time did he miss due to injuries? 
and he put up those numbers. So if he had that time, oh, if. you know, now, now well, we, I, I'm we not, but I'm saying like, think of all the times he was injured and he yeah, put those just, up. I, and but I'm just saying when you got a guy like we've seen 120 more wins and losses and he's questionable on the fence, but this guy with 60 more isn't. Because yeah, but Moose was healthy almost his entire career. Yeah, he he never had time off. Well, there's something to be said about look, that. Look, look, look. If you want to go back to Moose, valuable to your team. How can you do your team any good <laughs> if you're in the training room? Johan had an averaged. Johan averaged 30 game starts a year. Musina averaged 34 game starts a year. So, so that's that's four plus games. So how can you have one in and one not in? Because Johan was dominant. Musina was not. Musina is Bly Levin. Do you think you do you honestly believe that Burt Bly Levin is a Hall of Fame? You just shook your head. No, you said no. Okay, so um, Mike. I doubt if he has 120 more. Mike Musina is Burt Bly Levin. Played forever, never got hurt, and he was always on a winning team. He always did well. Johnny Damon, no. Carlos Sambrano, no. Jamie Moyer, no. Omar Vizquel, yes. You like Omar? I do. I, I like do. Omar. I... Chris Carpenter, no. Levon Hernandez, no. Orlando Hudson, no. Kevin Millwood, no. Uh, Carpenter, what was wasn't, wasn't Levon Hernandez, wasn't he the uh, original boat boy? He, yes, he was the one who came over first I before his brother. What are Carpenter's career stats? Because he had a Cy Young. Or 144, 144 wins, 94 losses, a 376 ERA. He was always okay. tops in the National League in those mid, mid to late aughts. Remember, he started off really, really slow. Um, from '97 to '02, he was with Toronto. He um, he was 49 and 50 with a 4.83 ERA. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until he went to St. Louis and matched up with Larusa and Dave Duncan is when. So his second year with the Cardinals, 2005, 21 and 5, 283 ERA, and he won the Cy Young that year. Following year, he was third in the Cy Young, and then in two in 2009, 17 and 4, 2.24, he was second in the Cy Young. But he was not, again, he started off so slow, and he wasn't the most dominant. He had these blips. So if you were to look at 04 to 06, and then you look at 09 to 2011, those were his best years, and even then they weren't outstanding. So. Okay. Okay, enough of baseball. So, and then you get on to Hideki Matsui, no. Brad Lidge, no. Kevin, Kerry Wood, no. So. Kerry Wood? Kerry Wood. That was a huge start when he, when he started out. He came he up. He got hurt. Oh. And then Dusty oh, Baker. Was a bomb, wasn't Dusty he Baker. Hurt, though. <laughs> I know, but he was that guy could throw. Yeah. Dusty Baker rode him hard and hung him up wet. Him and uh, who was the other? Uh, Mark Pryor. Mark right? Pryor. And they both threw like a hundred, and they, they <sighs> that were was amazing. But amazing then, to watch. but Dusty Baker just does not know what to do with pitchers. He he's like, "You're like a hitter. Go out there." He's got time off him. now. Oh, he's got a lot of time. Still no, uh, still no manager for the, um, uh, for the Yankees. Yankees. Uh, the Nationals uh, got themselves a manager, though. Forgetting his name off the top of my head, I think he's a former player. Um, the rah rah guy. Uh, he was actually oh Dave Martinez, Dave Martinez, former Tampa Bay Ray, former Giant. He was actually Joe Madden's bench coach in Tampa Bay and in Chicago. So, um, but the other uh, baseball news of note is um, uh, Otani. Um, Japanese pitcher? Yeah, Shohei Otani, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Because those are the two big stories right now. Where will Otani go and where will Stanton go? So Stanton's got the Marlins have... Stanton to, I would say, Cardinals. Well, they've put in an offer. Uh, it actually leaked out who they're offering, and it's a couple minor league pitchers. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And then the Giants are the also ones who put in an offer. There's leaked out too that Joe Panic and a couple other of young players too, which are what the um, Marlins are looking for. Actually, the Giants are willing to take D. Gordon back, their starting second baseman, to then make room for Joe Panic down there in Miami. So we'll see if that happens. But the other thing is, where does Otani go? Apparently, Otani wants to go. Eight. You know, we've talked about this. He wants to go to a place where they'll let him play the outfield, and then every fifth day pitch, so he can hit because he loves to hit and he's really good. He's like twenty four. Why did he go to the American uh, National League? Well, but here, so here's he wants the thing. hit. Why would he be in the American League? <clears throat> I don't get that. But it, well, uh, so here's what he, here here's what he's looking for. It's also whatever team's gonna, you know, Joe Girardi probably would have said no to that. I'm not star, I'm not playing him in the outfield. He's my pitcher. You know, he might have done something like that. So it depends who the manager is. Is the manager and the front office willing to have a pitcher that you spend X amount of money on play out in the outfield and then swing as hard as he can, you know, three times a game, and then on the fifth day, hope he can pitch into the seventh inning. So that's number one. Number two is apparently, because he's young, he's like 23, 24, he wants to forge his own path. So he said he's, apparently he is looking at teams that does not have a history with Japanese baseball players. So for instance, the Mariners, oh. they're going to push hard and say like, look, I mean, yeah. Suzu, Ichiro, um, well, how, uh, Kaz, how, how do you oh. get to choose all these Because it's the posting system. He's an international free agent. But is he that good? Apparently everybody says so. And he's not even going to the person he right now. He money isn't really the object. Like it, he might not even go to the team that posts the highest for him. Like the the Yankees just made a deal to trade a minor leaguer over to the Marlins, and in return they got extra bonus money pool for the international signing. So right now the Yankees are trying to get as much money as they can. There's not that's not a guarantee they're going to well, get. Well, you him. see what happened to the Braves with international. Signing. My goodness! So the Braves, <laughs> wow! Um, right, she didn't Permanent punishment too. Yeah. Permanent ban for John Capalella, the former GM. Permanent ban. His assistant gets a one-year ban. It's like being the captain on the Valdez. Wow. Yeah, you, you're not working. So he is, yeah, so that those front office guys for, you know, illegal signings, all 12 of their um, signings, um, of their prospects internationally yeah. signed, all free agents. They all get released. All free agents. So that's um, uh, catcher, two shortstops, uh, sorry, three shortstops, two outfielders, one, two, <laughs> and a couple of other. Excuse me, a couple, a couple of other uh, pitchers, too. So there goes their future. Yeah, it looks like it. So they might even put in a big money. A new stadium in now, though. Yeah. yeah. Like you would air, Casey. What was that? The, oh, down the in the... old uh, stadium. Oh, yeah, Turner Field. <coughs> yeah, I went down there last year. Yeah, that's nice I down there. See the end of it all. Oh, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> and, that, and also John Hart, John Hart, the famed GM of the uh, mid-'90s uh, Indians, he's left the Braves, too, to try to get the stink off of him. Yeah, so a lifetime ban for Capalella, just. But hey, Manfred came down hard. Deserving. Is, yes, absolutely. So, yeah, not good for them. No, no so, soccer could do that with FIFA. FIFA, the, yeah. I mean, that's a very corrupt organization. They stink. It's a criminal organization. They are. Absolutely, they are. Um, they also, know how to make a profit. They really do. And share the wealth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Although, how Qatar... Has a World Cup, I'll never... Well, I know how it will. It's yeah, a little hot over there, won't it? I'm sorry? It'll be hot over there, won't it? Yeah. And if, if, you know, the stadiums will be done and if people actually care. Because Qatar doesn't care about football. 
but they're there for the money. You know, speaking of, you know, these international organizations, FIFA and the IOC, the uh, uh, IOC got into trouble because the Brazil, the Brazil contingent, they basically were found, you know, to have given money to the IOC to make Imagine um, that. the, re- I know, believe it or not. So that, that came down too as well. Um, so yeah. Oh, and uh, local news, since we are in New Jersey, uh, Martin uh, Tro, how do you pronounce that? T R. U-E-X. Martin Truix? Martin Truix Jr. Uh, won the, um, was it? it's not Nextel. It's, uh, it it's NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR championship. So local from New Jersey. So that's a big deal around here. Well, it's hard to speed around here. It's too much traffic. <laughs> <laughs> he, he must have learned elsewhere. Well, the English Town Speedway and uh, the Wall, Wall Speedway down in... Um, Roundy Round. Yeah, exactly. So that's where he got... From his low, lowly start to finally a champion in NASCAR. Well, thank you very much for joining me, guys. I appreciate this. You're welcome. On another, welcome. thank you very much, Casey. Thank you very much, Dad. Anytime. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Enjoy. Andrew, happy Thanksgiving. Take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.